Welcome to the Fabulously Keto podcast aimed at improving health, vitality and quality of life. Eating real food in a ketogenic lifestyle. I'm Jackie Fletcher and I'm based in the UK. And I'm Louise Reynolds, an Aussie currently based in Bangkok, Thailand. Each week we will be bringing you guests who share their stories and discuss a range of topics which we hope will improve your health and well-being. Many of the guests, like us, came to Keto for Weight Loss and have stayed for their well-being, numerous health benefits and because they are living their best lives. We hope you will be inspired to incorporate these ideas into your own health journey so that you can feel better than you ever have before. Thinking about starting keto? Take a listen to episode number two, What is Keto and How to Start? Welcome to episode 36 of the Fabulously Keto podcast. And today I'm interviewing Danielle Eagle, who runs our open water swimming at Redricks Lakes. Danielle is not low carb, keto or any of the other ways of eating that we normally discuss. So we're just going to talk about mental health and open water swimming. Before I tell you about Danielle, I want to tell you about a challenge that I'm doing in July. This is something that I would never have considered 18 months ago. I've signed up to swim six kilometres, which is 3.73 miles, down a river in Devon in the southwest of the UK. I'm raising money for a charity that provides swimming lessons for disabled children. And I'd like to ask you to support the charity by pledging just one pound and you'll be supporting me as well. You can do this by going to www.justgiving.com. That's J-U-S-T-G-I-V-I-N-G dot com forward slash fundraising forward slash Jackie hyphen Fletcher two. And that's the number two at the end. So now let me tell you about Danielle. And this is what she says. I'm Danielle Eagle. I live in Sawbridgeworth and I help run the open water swimming at Redricks Lake in Sawbridgeworth, Hertfordshire, UK, and have done so for a few years. Redricks Lake is my happy place and it could be yours too. I enjoy helping out to see how open water swimming can change lives. At the lake, we're open all year round for swimming. In the winter, we're only open at the weekends. Once the water temperature is over 14 degrees, we will open for the summer season and we're open a lot more in the evenings and in the week and some mornings. I enjoy meeting like-minded people and helping them to grow with helping their anxiety and depression. It has really helped my mental health by swimming in the lake. It is like resetting your mind and body to take on the next challenge in a busy life. I cannot recommend outdoor swimming highly enough. I run full moon swims, which are evening swims. Swimming under the moonlight is amazing. Anyway, let's go and hear the interview with Danielle. Welcome, Danielle, to the Fabulously Keto podcast. It's fabulous to have you with us today. Thank you very much. Very nice to be here. Thank you. So we always start with where in the world are you? I am in Sawbridge Earth, Hertfordshire in the United Kingdom. Excellent. Now, you and I know each other because... 
I come swimming where you organize the swimming. <laughs> you do indeed. And I imagine that most of my listeners know that I do this mad thing. My sister says I'm absolutely mad. Um, but then why change a habit of a lifetime of being mad? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're not the mad ones. It's everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're not going to be talking about food because I don't think you're low carb or no, you're not low carb at all. So we're not going to be talking about food, but within the low carb space, there is a lot of talk around um, cold water therapy and cold water swimming and the benefits of cold water and all those things, uh, you know, people have. I saw one person who has a freezer and he just fills it with water, freezes it, and then he gets in it every morning. Yes. So, <laughs> so there's a lot of people in this space that know about cold water. And I know that you know quite a lot about cold water. So that's why I've invited you to come and share with everyone about cold water swimming yeah I mean um, it's it's I think everybody everyone thinks it's mad everybody but it's got so many benefits and I think the trouble is there's lots of people who think you can do it straight away and just jump in and and swim and then you'll be fine but it's a case of you need to acclimatize it's not you know you can it can do some damage to you if you just kind of jump in on, on a whim so you need to kind of acclimatize the water and stuff you know to do that lots of people you know if I tell people who want to come like this time of year I kind of tell them you need to start having cold showers for the next two weeks every day so your body isn't in shock because you don't want someone to get in the water and then all of a sudden nearly have a heart attack because their body has gone into complete shock of what are you doing to me yeah, that was one of my going to be one of my questions is do people need to have cold showers or cold baths before they well, do it? The thing, down at Redricks, loads of people have kind of acclimatized because they've carried on from the summer. Yeah. They're coming every week and stuff like that. And, and some people have they swim in the river or they swim elsewhere. And so they are kind of acclimatized because you're doing it every week and your body isn't in so much, it's not in a shock. You don't find, and you also know, once you do it a few times, you kind of know how you're going to react because some people get very shaky. Some people come out and get, feel like they're really um, hot. You know, everybody is different and it's just the face of once you do get out of the water, you need to then change your clothes and you know try and drink something warm maybe eat something just to give yourself you know some kind of resistance to so your body isn't in too much shock yeah because what happens is when you get in the water all your blood rushes to your core so your things like your hands and your feet are the things that get really cold yeah that's why i suggest to people to wear gloves and socks because then because that's what when you come out Lots of people can't use their hands properly. And there's all different things like that. And it's all, and then other people have got, they don't want, their hands are fine. It's just their feet. So it's, you know, and it's, and if you do stay in too long, you then come out and then they, and then they trying to sit there and they're all like, oh, it's really good. And I'm like, get undressed, get undressed. <laughs> yeah. So, but it is, a, as I say, lots of people think we're all mad. But until you try it and you do it, it gives you, for me, it completely resets my body. 
as in if I've had a really crappy day at work or, you know, lots of things are getting to me, I can get in there and swim and it just takes all that away from me. And it's just like pressing the reset button. Yeah, and the thing I find is because it's really, really cold, well, at the moment it's really cold because we're recording in March, you can't, you don't really think about anything else. It it It's a sort of a very meditative state because you're so cold and you're so focused on I've got to move to keep warm that you really don't think about much else I'd find that I just swim around and I'm not thinking about anything really no which is you know doesn't happen very often does it because your brain's always kind of on overtime thinking about something yeah which I think I think is you know for your mental health it's definitely a nice thing to kind of just, you know, do that kind of thing, you know, do that. I mean, last night we had a full moon swim and a lady arrived, um, like, we were finishing at half past eight. She got there just after eight and she went, oh, my God, no one else is in. And we said, she said, I've had a really horrible day. I really need to have a swim because she said, but I'm very scared. And there's two lifeguards, so they took her around. She had, a, She came out and she went, thank you so much. That is just what I needed. She said, I can go home now and at least sleep and not have my mind running overtime about the day. She said, it's all gone. Yeah. It, it, and, and that, it does that. Yeah. So let's, let's where should we go? I th- I'm thinking, let, let's start with, I mean, you've mentioned, mentioned mental health. So why don't we talk about how how it how people with mental health can benefit then maybe we'll go on to the other benefits so let's see where we go with that so let's start with mental health because i think that's a a big thing that people suffer with nowadays and and you said really good for mental health i think it's i think the trouble is with the world it's very fast and furious and you know um and so people are all trying to feel like they're always trying to play catch up catch up catch up and everyone's trying to do a million things at once. And you don't ever give enough time for yourself. And then often um, that you are then, even when you start doing something, you feel guilty about doing that because, it, you know, I could, should, could, I should be doing this instead of this. And that's why I always try and take people to come and swim because when you come and swim, it's something for yourself and it just makes you feel so much it makes you feel alive and it's and it's what like gets you back on track to take on whatever else the week's going to throw at you and I think that's the real big you know and people come and there's and it's brought people out of their shells as well people who were very um didn't used to come didn't talk to anybody um and would be very wary they'd only swim the little bit and then they got to talk to someone else and then they start swimming a little bit further. And they become, especially during lockdown, we were open to start with, then we got closed. But then people who had become friends then started going for a walk or just talking, you know, on the phone. And it, especially people who live on their own, it gives you some kind of a centre point to do that. And it does save when people are having a really rough time you know, you can come down there, have a chat to everybody, 
But the fact is, when you're in the water, you're not thinking about anything and you're just one with nature kind of thing. Even when it's cold or when it's warm, it's like that lovely feeling of I'm doing this for me and on how I feel. And it's it just it's a really hard thing to explain to people how you come out. I mean, I come out. And I am smiling all day. And people are like going to me, what are you up to? And I'm like, nothing. I've just been for a really good swim. Yeah. And I, it's, it just, it's, for me, it really resets my buttons, you know. So I'm not worried about this. Or I'm not, that isn't going to bring me down. I push all them things away. And I'm just got back to the real me. And I see that in other people as well. Yeah. You know, they think they can take on your, you know, take on things more, and it just makes you feel. And the thing is also with it is there is every shape and size person, and and nobody judges you whether you swim a mile, whether you swim hundred meters, hundred meters. There is nobody who is ever gonna say to you, you know, you should be doing this. It's no one judges you. And that's the thing that some people really struggle with. If anybody they go, like they go to the gym or anything, they thought they're being watched and this, where you go there, you it's down to you what you want to do and you're in charge. So yeah. you don't have to, if you want to join, you know, want a bit of help, you can get that. If you don't, you know, and it just gives you that nice, that just lovely feeling. Yeah. You know, um, it's... It does just make you feel amazing, but it's a. If I could bottle it and sell it, I would be absolutely me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 hard for people to understand. But um, you know, and also another thing that he does do it helps with pain management. We've got um a few people that have come that have really suffered with chronic pain. Yeah, and. But one lady, I know she comes and she says it's changed her life. She can now do so much more. She hasn't got, um, she said, well, if she doesn't come, it, you know, and then she'll come again. She said, oh, my God. She said, I can have at least four days without pain. Mm. And that is such a good thing. And it gives her her life back. So is that? Swimming in general, do you think, or or the cold water? I think the cold water. No, definitely for the pain factor, the cold water does. It does something, you know, because I've had people go in who got a really bad back and everything else, and I think whether you can then relax and also it's the the re, you know, as you say, you then turn your brain off. It just kind of seems to sort your body out, you know. Um, and and but that's what I'm at. I mean, and I've seen and I've seen one lady who she gets in and she's really like a little old lady getting in, and when she comes out, she's straightened up. She can walk out and she's in no pain. Wow! It, and that's magic, I think. But so she do oh. with it has to be a certain like temperature. You know, yes, she does more cold. And she to feel the benefit from it. Yeah. So, have you got a story of maybe somebody who 
was suffering with mental health and now it's all changed? Well, there is a few stories, really. Um, one lady we had come to see us who started swimming. She was, you know, and actually I think there's a few people in this situation that they come, they're very timid and worried about everything. And we kind of, and but the trouble is with swimming, if you've got something going on and you start to do st- stuff with the cold water and your body's not used to it, you'll have a reaction. Like she got out of the water and it wasn't that cold when she started. And she had a really bad, she got real um, hypothermia and she couldn't, she was like, you know, she got all happy. Because the trouble is with hypothermia, it, it puts you in different modes. So if normally if you're a happy person, you could come, you could come quite angry and you get stroppy and, and stuff. And um, I've had a few people, uh, you know, one lady, She's the loveliest, smiliest lady ever. She got too cold and she got started getting really stroppy. And I had to like, like, come on, come with me. You're going to, let's get you warm. And that's how I know, because I got to know the people. You get to know who's in trouble because of how they react. Yeah. Anyway, lady, she came, she had really bad hypothermia. Um, and we was like, oh, I don't think she's going to come again. But she came every week. Week in, week out, week in, week out. And then eventually we found that she was in a abusive relationship, which we gave her enough courage. She left him, bought herself somewhere, she got herself somewhere else to live, got divorced and severed all her ties with him, got herself a dog and changed her job. And she said, it's like someone has given me a new set of life, you know, a new, a new life. Yeah. And I've got such, and she said, because I've got, where obviously the got the person she was in the relationship was was very bringing her down all the time, and she couldn't do. Um, she wasn't. Even, she had no confidence, and she didn't have any. Didn't have any ability. But doing what she was doing all the time, and then she got to know more friends because he was so controlling. She didn't have any friends because she met him at swimming. He didn't get to know about them, and it really did. And she has blossomed into. She's got an amazing life now, and it's um, just brilliant. And there are, I should think, there's probably four or five cases similar to that, um, where people are stuck in a rut. Um, and there's another lady who, um, who's, she, her children, all her children had grown up. She was kind of rattling around in a big house with this with her um husband they weren't getting on they were like then they kind of split the house in two and she was just you could tell when she used to come she'd be so down and she'd have the whole world on her shoulders and we cut she'd go for a swim and then she'd come out and she was like she'd be smiling she'd be then chatting to everybody and it just gave her a purpose. Yeah. And she's it's just given me. And she she's you know, she won't she comes come hell and high water all the time. You know, she comes and she loves it. And she's now they've they've parted ways. Um and she said I probably for the last ten years have been with him just because of the kids and really she said the kids now say, Why didn't you do that then, Mum? Yeah, but you don't. You you you've 
you do it for the kids. Well, the trouble is, and also you do a lot because you're kind of like in that route of doing stuff. And and I always say to people, if you can go cold water swimming, you can take on the world. Do anything, yeah. I definitely find that it's a great challenge. Sometimes it's just a challenge to get in, but it is a bit like, well, if I could do that, I can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So so what made you come to to do it? Did you come to? So I, as I said before, you know, people in this, in that listen to this podcast or in this space, you know, they're, they're, making changes with their diet and lifestyle and everything we we hear all the time about the benefits of cold water swimming so i knew about the benefits of cold water swimming and what happened was i'd I'd see photos of sarah and elaine going cold water swimming and thinking ah look at that i wish i could do that but as i mentioned to you off air it used to take me 30 minutes to get into the mediterranean in the summer in August because I am such a wimp around <laughs> cold and I, I used to just you know just putting my feet in I'd go <gasps> and that's only the soles of my feet wait wait for the water to come in over the top of my feet so and I used to say to my boys if you if you splash me I'm not coming in because any excuse not to get in was a good one <laughs> so they never splashed me and I used to just creep my way in an inch at a time up my legs until I could get my belly in and then wet myself and get in um so I was never I never thought I would do it um because I just think oh no I hate cold water I hate being cold I don't like being cold at all so I knew about the cold benefits I tried the cold showers and it wasn't really I couldn't really do that but then I interviewed um and for our listeners, Susie Edge. All right. And and she was at the, so this was, so how long have I been swimming now? Just over a year. So it must have been about a year and a half ago. Right. And we were interviewing and she said, oh, she's been doing cold water showers. And then, so I had tried it before and then I thought, right, I'm going to try again. So I tried the cold water showers and I was doing it. And that was about September of 2021. And um, so I was doing it. So then when I was seeing photos of Elaine and Sarah, I just thought, I've I've got to try this. I've got to do it. And I know Sarah and Elaine from Taekwondo, but we weren't, we were friends. We knew each other. We talked to each other, but I didn't really, really know them. And so I messaged Elaine and said, can I come cold water swimming with you? And she said, yeah, come. She sent, well, she sent me your email. Then I got your email back, which is this great long thing. And I thought, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I need a wetsuit and you need this and you need to do that. And, da, 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 da. and I just thought, nah, that's not for me. And then you messaged me and said, are you coming on Saturday? <laughs> and I thought, yeah. So I just said yes. Just say yes to the universe. And so that's how it started. And yeah, so as you know, we don't do wetsuits. No. But I have to have gloves and socks in the winter. I wouldn't get, I wouldn't be able to stay in anywhere near as long if I didn't have gloves and socks. So, yeah. So that's, 
but as I was saying, so like for me, I broke my I broke my fingers. So when it gets off like to five degrees, I have to then put my gloves on because it feels like someone's crushing my fingers. And so, and often I do see people see me with just one glove. <laughs> um, but then other people, it's it's their feet. But then, how does it make you feel? Like it, lots of people are very apprehensive about going in and thinking, can we do it? Can we do it? Can we do it? But then, how do you feel when you come out of the water? Oh, when I come out, actually, I, I, I've been thinking about this. So the colder it is, the better I enjoy it. Yeah. So when we had that three, was it three degrees before Christmas and it was covered in ice and we couldn't swim anywhere and then one week it was zero degrees, I just buzz on that. Yeah. And I have to be careful that I'm not you in too stay, long. You don't stay in too long. Yeah. So yeah. I was really pleased that I think the second time I stayed, the first time I didn't stay in very long at all because I was worried that I might be staying in too long. So I only stayed in for maybe a few minutes. And then the, I think then we had two other cold days. And so one, I stayed in for about five minutes and then I stayed in for 10 minutes, even though it was zero degrees. So I know that I can stay in longer. And what I've used as my guide now is how cold are my hands? All right. My gloves. Something that they kind of know, you know, like a little tail. Some people get a pain in their wrist. Some people get, you know, so for you, it's your hands. Yeah, because I've got the, the heat tech gloves now. Yeah. So last year I didn't have those gloves and my hands were getting really cold and my feet. Um, and now with the heat tech gloves, so much better, but, I want to know that I'm on the home straight when my fingers are are starting to go because I think right that's the time I need to get out. Yeah, so that's my my tail now. <laughs> yeah, but that's good. But also, you do know that you need to get out at that stage where there's lots of people who try and push it, and that's when they catch out. And it's to actually, it's more men because they don't listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. Because when everybody, because everybody has to do an induction where we talk about the, you know, the benefits, the safety aspects, about what you have to do. You know, you don't just run and jump into the water. You need to go slowly in until you've kind of acclimatised and off you go. You know, a lot of people have got wetsuits. They, you need to put some water in the wetsuit so it's not too much of a shock. And but we've got more and more people. See, for me, I've never, I don't do wetsuit because the fact of trying to get out of a wetsuit when you are really cold is very hard. And in that time, I could have taken my swimsuit off and be wrapping myself up and drying myself, then putting some warm clothes on. Yeah. And I've convinced so many more people now to do um, without the wetsuits because there's lots of people who, when they get out, I literally have to take their gloves off. I have to undo their wetsuit. Some people have to take their pull it, help them get it off, just to because their hands won't work. Yeah, you know that's which I do, you know, and that's fine. But it is kind of. Um, but you then see, and lots of people when they get out, they're a bit cold, a bit shaky. Because um, for you, you always look like you're really, you're always really. Shaky. But you know that, and also because your body's doing 
it's doing the right thing. But yeah. when, if people come out and they're not shaking or they're not saying how they, you know, they feel, it means their body's not doing the right thing. And that means they could be going into um, getting hypothermia because it affects people so differently. I mean, we had a man recently, he, um, he just went, I think he did another, he went, I thought, oh, I'll do another lap. And when you're further away from the edge, that's a long way to come back. And when he did get back, he was like, oh, my God. And he got so emotional. He was really crying. And I was going, uh, and I said, you've got hypothermia. You've been in. And he, but also he's someone who swims loads, like all over. But when you then start talking to people, he'd had, you know, a very busy week. He'd had a couple of more wines the night before. There's little things that could happen to you. There's one lady who she swims, she probably swims three or four times a week. She, and we were shocked when she, you know, she she said to I'm hot, I'm boiling, I'm boiling, I'm really hot. And she was, and she wasn't listening to me. So I literally was like, come on, get in this office. I took all her clothes off, got put some, gave her a hot water bottle, something warm to drink. And slowly she come round and she was then really embarrassed and she said, oh, God, I feel really stupid and all that. I said, don't worry, it happens to the best of people. I said, but I bet you've had, and she's got, she had the builders in, she had, she said, my house is a complete mess and now they've said it's going to be delayed. She had so much stress and stuff going on that week. And I said to her, you've got to remember that every swim is not the same as the last one. Yeah. And that's how you've got to kind of do it. It's, you know, you go in to and do whatever you want to do and knowing what you can do, you know. Yeah. And it's, but it is, it is, it puts a smile on it. And you see everybody, you know, once they've got their clothes on and everything, there is, everybody is smiling. Yes. And you everyone know. talks to each other. Yeah. So, you know, when you like, if you go to the gym, nobody talks to anybody at the gym. Everyone's got their music in, you know. And if you if you go, but with us, we all we we are like a community, and everybody looks out for each other. People lend people stuff, you know. Someone says, "Oh, I'm selling this," Do you, you know. And it's everybody is, you know. And to me, and because I I'm very good on people's names, so I remember everyone's names. And I can remember what's, you know, their story or something that might happen to them. So when they come in and go, oh, how was your holiday? How was this? How was, and they're like, how do you remember all these things? I said, because just, because I'm interested in people. So you kind of, and I know how some people have got very tough lives that we don't know about. And so they come for a bit of me time. Um, and it is amazing. I mean, we have, we've got, we've got, We've got lots of doctors and nurses that have got very stressful and work very long hours, and that's their little that's their little thing for them. Yeah, and they love it absolutely. Yeah. So, what are some of the other benefits of cold water? I've got my little list that I can, in case I forget. Well, one thing it does do it really helps your immune system. Yeah, uh, there has been. Um, there's people that, you know, they go, oh, I always get a cold, I always get a cold a couple of times a year. 
I've now coming back to me going, well, I've not a cold. I've not, you know, they're all, it kind of just, um, it gives you a bit of resilience. Um, so that is one thing that it, it does. And I know, as you say, with people that have been in lots of pain, this lady who's got, I can't remember what it's called, something myalgia. Fibromyalgia. And she comes all the time and it's, she said it's a game changer for her, you know, and she said, and since she's been doing it, she's not had other Ill- illnesses that she would normally get. She's, you know, it's really just helped her. So a lot of a lot of our listeners will have fibromyalgia because they will have changed their diet to deal with some of the issues around that. So I've had a few of my guests that have had fibromyalgia that, you know, they've changed it through diet. But, you know, maybe if they add the swimming in as well. Yeah, they could. Exactly. I mean, yeah. it's just amazing when you see people go in and then they come out and it's just, it's given them, you know, a real good lease of life. I mean, there's another lady who's got, um, a, she had a bad accident and has got a lot of trouble with her foot, um, her ankle and stuff. And um, she said sometimes she comes in and she's hobbling in and when she leaves, she's got a smile on her face and she's walking perfectly. She yeah. said it's the best medicine ever. You know, and that's and I just think, well, actually, and all you've all she's done is got her to swim. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's it. I mean, um, but it also improves your circulation, which is a good thing. Um, it's and also it does burn calories, it's because what has happened is with your um, because when you go into the cold water, all your body is putting all its energy into keeping you warm and keeping your core warm. And then, um, so what you do is you, that's why your hands and feet get the coldest first. Um, and so all that, and so when I say to people, they go, oh, I've only swam 400 metres. And I went, yes, but in the summer you can do 800, but you would have burnt the same amount of calories, if not more, in cold water because the energy is keeping your body warm. Agreed. You yeah. know, so it, it's then got to, it's, it's doing everything that it needs to do, which is part of the shivering and stuff yeah. to heat your body back up again. Yeah. And it's, and that is, it's using all your energy and that's where you burn the calories. Um, it really does go on. Sorry. I was going to say, cause we could tap onto that one. And this is why people in this space will be thinking about it because we have brown fat, beige fat and white fat right did you know this no gone okay so the brown fat is the is the fat that is um metabolically active so it has um the mitochondria in it which creates chloe will know about this um atp because she was doing her a level revision with me last weekend <laughs> um so it it creates the atp which is the energy creation to burn fat all right so the white fat is not energetic it's just fat this is the fat that we really want to get rid of right and the beige fat is the one in between where it's um changing from white to brown maybe yeah white to brown so 
what we want to do is change more white fat to brown fat so we can burn it and then we can burn it off. Um, and the cold helps with that. Aha. Because you're creating more, you need to create more energy. Yeah. So we need more brown fat. We need more brown fat. That's the fat we can burn off. We can right. use as energy. Right. Okay. But yeah, but that no, but it does. It. I mean, and I think it, there's lots of people, especially people that have gone from summer to winter, how they realise that they they don't they go, oh, but I'm not swimming very much. And I went, you are. I said because when if you do a winter, when it gets to the when it gets to the warmer weather, you'll be able to do twice the distance a lot quicker than you did by not doing the winter swimming. You know, because they do, because it's your body's burnt, used to burning that every time. So now the the water is warmer, so you can go twice as far. Um, so it, it gives you that sense of achievement as well, which I think you really see that in people go, oh, they come back and go, I did a whole lap, you know. And that's and they said, well, in the winter, we don't, you know, we're only doing a little bit. I said, well, because you don't want to be too far away. So we do limit the, the circuit. But yeah, so it does. But it does definitely um, burns fat. Yeah, um, and it's and, part, it, and the shivering is part of it. So when you see me shivering, oh, I come well, out and I'm shivering. I'm, you know, Meg, <laughs> Meg worries, but I'm I'm happy because I think right, that's my body. I'm 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 burning up my fat. That's all right. No, no. But then I can. But the fact is, the fact that you and I can tell from the people the people that shiver, you can see that their body is working correctly. Yeah, you know. Um, where sometimes for me, I don't do any of the shivering. I don't get, and I'm such a hot person all the time. Um, like, for instance, I did an hour and a half sitting in the cold last night. I went to the toilet, took my coat off. I was steaming. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone else worried I was going to be cold, and I was so hot. Um, but... So I forgot what I was going to say then. So anyway, so for me, I don't get cold when I'm coming out. But if I then come home, um, if I'm doing stuff, walking the dogs, doing other things, I'm fine. But if I then get to about four o'clock, I sit down and thought, oh, I have a cup of tea and stuff, um, watch a bit of telly or whatever. But then I get this, my core gets really cold. Ah. And, absolute, and it's just the middle of me gets really cold. I like my, when you touch my stomach, it is absolutely like ice. Um, and so I just have to make sure then I've warmed myself up. Or and, and another thing I sometimes have to do, have a sneaky little get into bed and have a little kip. <laughs> Sounds like a good <laughs> idea to me. Right, sorry, go on. I interrupted you going through your benefits. What, other, what else? Right, um, we have it reduces stress. Oh, yeah. I mean, places stress on the body um, and mentally so it's actually taking is you know it's reducing the stress because of all the stress you've got in the that's going on this will take it away from it because you get in the water and you're just you're thinking about you say you're thinking about swimming yeah and keep it warm and make sure you don't do enough so it's um which there are a few swimmers that come because they have got very stressful jobs um, that come and swim and they say, if I don't swim, I won't sleep all week. 
Mm. So it's they say well, they and some we have other some people that come on like in the winter because we only do Saturday and Sunday mornings. We have people that come both days, both mornings, you know, and it's because they say, oh, I'm gonna have, I've got a lot going on this week. I really need it. Um, so, and it also, it incre- increases your libido. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Which a few people have said to me, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll take that as, you know, so... But that is apparently one of them. But also, I think another thing is, it's a great way of meeting new people and like-minded people. You know, I mean, one lady she came and she's going to me, all my friends think I'm mad. She said, and actually, they're getting me down because they think I'm mad because I'm not mad. And I went, you're not mad because why would you, why would we have a hundred people in the water? You know, I said you're not. It's just them. I was surprised about how many people actually do not only cold water swimming because there's a lot less in the winter but just generally swimming out open water swimming yeah i was surprised how many people do it well i think especially in the summer it's because the people that swim like in the winter and stuff they say when you swim in a pool and you're going up and down up and down it's just boring it's boring and you're just thinking, oh, get that woman out of the way. She's talking at the end of the pool. And it's kind of, you don't switch off. Where when you go in the lake, you, you know, especially like, because I've said to some people that go swim, um, like front crawl, I say to them, occasionally swim breaststroke or just float on your back. I said, because some days... It, you're in there and you could be anywhere in the world. You've got the sun in your face, the sky's blue, you see some clouds. And it just, you're just, you know, it just puts you in somewhere else for a little while. Yeah. And that is a very lovely feeling. And there's people now that they go, oh, did you see the swan? I said, yeah. And, you know, because we've got some swans, you know. And then another lady, I said, oh, you need to look out for the kingfisher. And, like, she comes in, she goes, I've seen him, I've seen the kingfisher. And because you're not thinking about your swimming, and, like, most people say, like, the full lap is 800 metres, there's people who say, I couldn't swim 800 metres in the pool, where they can do the lake because you're looking all around you, you've got no, you've not got, oh, it's another lap, got to do this many laps. And you don't have to, you know, and like there's a sunken island in the middle. So you can stand up, have a little look around and then go back on again. It's not, you know, it's we have lots of people that want to swim and are trying to do times and stuff like that. But we have a lot more people now who come for the swim, for the just getting back to nature. Yeah. And that's what I find. That's what I like. There's a couple of things. So. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I came on my own and when I got in, there was someone just getting out and I did most of the lap on my own. I was the only person in the lake and I was just sort of reveling in there is no one else here, just me. Even Ross was out. Everybody was out. And and I was just on my own in the water with the two swans, some ducks, the moorhens, 
there was just me and them. And then the other thing I like about, because again, people in this space will know, is how important it is to get the sunlight in your eyes. You know, no glasses, no contact lenses. So the other thing I like is this is my time and I should do it every day and I don't always. This is my time to let sunlight in my eyes. And you're just watching the trees and the blossom floating. At the moment, we've got the blossom floating on the water. And it's just, I don't know, it's just wonderful. It's magical. It's magical. And it's like, but then also it's like, because we do the full moon swims. Every month we do a full moon swim. And, you know, at the moment, it was, it, last night was very cold, but people were just chuffed. And they came out and said, oh, my God, this is just magical. And it's a magical, you know, like, because we swam the opposite way around. So when you swim up the lake, you can see the moon. And the moon was absolutely, you know, as bright as anything and as big as anything. And it was just, and people are coming out and then they're all going around the fires with their mar toasting their marshmallows and chatting and laughing. And I just thought, it is just brilliant, yeah. you know. And everybody, everybody comes up to me and says, thank you so much. And I'm like, I haven't really done much. And they went, you just make it feel, one, it's they're safe, you know, um, and... You know, she's because I'm counting everybody in, I'm counting everybody out. I know everybody's names, so I kind of know who's in the water. Um, and I know who I need to be careful of because, you know, someone I'll chat to people and say, and they go, oh, I've had a bit of a bad day. And I go, oh, okay, we'll keep an eye on you. And, but it, it is just magical. And it's, and I don't, as I say, I can't express enough how it makes you feel yeah how much um, you know you miss it when you don't do it you yeah. know i mean there's a late there's a lady who's at the moment who swims all the time she's gone away to thailand and she has um she sent me a picture of her in um she found some ice in a bucket in like this tub with ice she said to me i'm so missing she sent me a message saying, i'm so missing the lake she said i just love that feeling yeah. And it is, and that's um but you can't tell anybody till they try it. No. And you, you were asking me how I came to do it and I, and that and then I just remembered because I, I my mind was going all over the place just then. <laughs> um that um another podcaster, so another person in the low carb keto space, um Daisy Brackenhall I used to listen to her podcast all the time and she moved from France to the Hastings and she goes swimming so she does the blue tits thing and she goes every morning she was going every morning and and at that time I was listening to her every week saying how she'd been swimming and I kept thinking yeah I'd like to do that but there's no way I'm going to get in the there's no way I'm going to get in the sea but since I've been with Sarah and Elaine we've been to Clacton we've been to Southend I think that's all, but we've done a um, uh, moon swim in Clacton. I've, I haven't been in the sea around the UK since I was about seven or something. Yeah. So if you'd have said to me, "Come swimming at South End," you'd go, "Ooh, no, thanks." <laughs> no, but, but it's, and it's you know, there's lots of people who go, "Oh, but I, oh, I don't know if I'd like to swim," you know, and people go, "Oh, but what's underneath?" I went, I said, "Whatever's underneath." 
will be getting out of your way. I yeah. said, I said, but it's, you know, and that's why the, uh, at Redricks, the water is, the water is very, we have it tested, you know, regularly. But because we have the fishermen, the fishermen fish, which that, and then we swim, so that aerates the water, which then move all the fish around, so the fish will then eat all the things, you know, all the algae and all the stuff. So it's kind of like nature doing its, you know, helping and it's working, and that's why the water is so clear. I mean, you know, we've had that, we had the time where we had a lot of weeds, we had them taken out, but even the guys that came said, I can't believe how good your water is. Yeah. And it and it just works, and it's just, um, you know. I'm, but I do think the best thing is about it is that it we make everyone feel at ease, you know, where everyone comes all very nervous. Then afterwards, um, they are just like, you know, brilliant. I mean, there's one lady who started not so long ago who was really, she suffers really bad anxiety, and she said it's so helped with her anxiety. No, she said she doesn't have the panic attacks so much anymore. And it's, you know, it's, she's in it. And she said, when I tell people, they just think I'm mad. Mm. And, but she said it's, and it does work. You yeah. know, so, yeah. yeah. You got any other benefits on your list? Um, no, I think my list is completed. I think we've done, as I say, yeah. So basically, it boosts your immune system. Oh, it gives you a natural high. Yeah. So, which we've talked about because everyone comes smiling. We're not all mad. Um, improves circulation, libido, burns the calories, reduces stress, and is a great way of socialising, making meeting like-minded people. Yeah. So, uh, I agree with all that. But um, yeah, no, I um, I think one thing we need to mention is that for anybody listening is that they don't want to do this by themselves so you'd never want to go off and just get in cold water by yourself and no. if yeah. you can do it with the group and around the uk we have blue tits i don't know if they're all over the uk yeah they are all over the uk so yeah. if you're near if you're near the beach or something then just find your on facebook your local blue tits group and they're doing stuff all the time yeah, there's lots. There are lots of groups around, but we we do we have lots of people who have found out about the benefits, but think they can just jump in the river. And I always say to everybody, one, never do it on your own. Yeah, I said, and also you got to think about is the fact that when we've had lots of rain and stuff what's being going into that water and also is the fact that i mean there's one lady she told me this horrific story where she said oh i thought it would be all right so i saw it for it was quite flat fast flowing so she she said that um she thought okay i'll be all right if i get to there to there well then and then it took her to, she flew to she couldn't get to the edge where she had to get out. So then she had to swim further down and the current took her as well. So she went even further. Eventually she got out, absolutely panicked. And then she's got to walk down the towpath with no shoes on, absolutely yep. freezing. 
She said then she got she was really suffering from hypothermia. She didn't have anyone with her. She eventually got into her car and turned it on and sat there, she said, for about an hour and a half. And she went, I don't know why I thought it would be safe. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't you don't think of all the things that can go wrong. You know, and it's you know, like I always say, because like we, when you swim in the lake, we want you to wear a bright coloured hat so you can be seen. If you don't um, wear a wetsuit, you have a toe flow, which it's something that goes around just you. You have a belt that goes around just um, middle, and then it's like a it's like um, a float that you blow up. But that's one; it's colourful. But also. If you get into that stage of being a bit panicky, you can just get that and, and rest on it, and that just gives you a breather. Yeah. And you and like in the summer when it's really hot, you see people using it as behind their heads and just resting and looking up at the sun, sunbathing. But it's and people go, people don't understand that that simple thing they have. You know, you don't need a lot to go cold water swimming. You need, you know. Because it's whatever suits you. Yeah. As long as you've got the safety aspect. And the thing is, if you come to us, one, we can lend you a hat, we can lend you a toe float. You know, you can, you know, we do wetsuits for people who want to start. You know, they can hire a wetsuit, gloves, socks, pretty much. Or if you came with just your swimming, swimming costume, we could sort you out. Yeah. And a towel. <laughs> You know, we've even got towels. So I've even <laughs> but I'm saying it's very, um, yeah, do not, you definitely need to find, there's enough groups around. And even like if you live near the sea, there's groups that meet on a certain day. You know, there's a lady, there's a few people I know who said they were going on holiday to wherever. They found out about a group swimming. And so she went swimming with them because she said, I didn't want to go in the sea which I don't know the area, and she said, then I've got someone that is with me, and if anything happens, you've got, you know, you just don't jump in the water. I think lots of people don't realise how dangerous the water can be. Yeah. You know, and you can see where we've had people that have, it's happened really quickly. One minute they're fine, next minute. And I think also, if you're that further away from the um, the e- exit, that's a big panic. If your if your fingers are cold and you don't think you can get there, yeah, you know, and that's and it is, and we do see lots of people who you know, um, kind of get to that stage. But you because we've got the lifeguards and Ross and everybody, we. We keep an eye on everybody, and you kind of know who's going to be. You know, we kind of get we have like a little thing where we've got the radios, and we go, okay, check out Pink Hat, <laughs> and they go, oh, yeah. she's here. She. <laughs> do you, Do you have a lot of people because if somebody was in trouble, they can just call or call for help, and there's the boat, and there's there's the raft and everything. Do you get that a lot where people get in trouble and they need help? Um, we've had a few people, but we've had, um, you know, where people have, they've stayed in too long, really. They've stayed in too long. 
but also we can get there so quick that they can, um, you know, we can grab hold of them and get them out or anything. There's been a couple of people that have had, you know, one lady, she went in and she kept telling everyone she was fine. And then she after well, after she done her induction, she then swam longer. She then swam longer and got so cold that she was shaking and everything. And she's the only person I've had to ever call um, to get her picked up. Everyone else, we've got them warm. We've got them warm, and um, we've sorted them out um, and never had to, you know. But she just, because she wasn't listening to be, she thought she could be in for a bit longer, you know, and I think it's not about, it's not about pushing yourself. And I always say to people, don't, you know, do what you can do. And if you're questioning whether you should do a bit more, don't do a whole lap, do a half. Yeah. You know, and, and work out for yourself. Because I think the trouble is, if, if you do get to that state where you've got hypothermia kicks in, you think everything's wonderful and you think it's jolly and then you become this, oh, everything's fine, I'm okay. And I'm like, get out. <laughs> yeah. I remember that being told as a sign, so to watch out for that. So I, have yeah. to, I, I do listen to that if I feel that as well. But also I think, and the best thing as well with the swimmers, because – you know, if anybody thinks someone's not right, they will tell the lifeguard, Ross. So we will be there to kind of go, you know, there was a man who he swam too far and then he got himself in a panic. He was at the island and he didn't want to have to, he didn't want to have to say, can I have some help? Because <laughs> he's embarrassed. Yeah. I remember, so I've just finished a three-day fast um just this evening but I remember one day I went swimming and I was in in a fast so I was I think I was in my third day or something like that so before I got in or when I got in and I saw Ross I said can you just keep an eye on me because I've been fasting for however many hours and I don't know what's going to happen so I just felt reassured that somebody knew to keep an eye on me yeah exactly so, I mean there's a lady another lady who had and she was a case of she didn't she was running late. She normally has porridge and a cup of tea, and then she's fine. That morning she didn't have one. Well, then she came in. She went, and she went. She was like, "Oh my god!" She was beside herself. Going, I think I should just lay down here and die. You know, and I'm going, <laughs> "Come on, let's get you out your wet So Let's do this, you know. And then afterwards she went, "Oh my god, what was wrong with me?" You know, and I said to her, I bet you haven't eaten today. And she went, oh, my God, yeah. Even yeah. if you have a glass of water, I have something, you know, like some people have a piece of fruit or, you know, just I think where people are doing, rushing around, doing too many things, that is, we kind of, you know, that is one of the signs where, you know, that people do have a bit of a wobble. But um, no. But I was not- fine after my, during my fast, it, I was absolutely fine. I didn't know yeah. how I would react, but Did, was you any colder? Don't think so. Nothing. Can't remember when it was. It was cool. It wasn't the summer, but um, 
It wasn't. It wasn't really cold either. It wasn't really cold. So, no. But yeah. uh, I I can't remember where I swam. But, I, was, okay. I was fine. You told you told someone, and that's what people do really. And also, that's why I, I sit. People just think I'm. I chat to everybody because you get to see what's going on in their life to know if they are having. You know, one girl she had a bit of a wobble. She just split up with her boyfriend. You know, she'd been sofa surfing for three days and she wouldn't get into it swimming again. And she was just, she come out, burst into tears. And I was like, don't worry about, don't worry about it. It's fine. Let's get yourself, let's get you dressed. And then afterwards she went, oh, my God. She said, and I went, well, it's because of what's going on. You know, and that, and I said, to her, but now she's coming all the time. And she said, this just keeps me on an even keel. Yeah. You know, so. But and like so you got, said, go on, sorry. Like you said, you, you know, swim is the same. So you have to be vig- vigilant of yourself to know how far you're going to swim. And, you know, I think maybe last weekend, I, last weekend, I, I saw Chloe and she was listening to her A level revision. So I said, <laughs> well, some of your revision, you could tell me, talk to me about what you're revising. So she, you can scoot round with me. And so she came round with me the whole time. And because she was talking to me, I probably was in a bit too long. I was in for about 20 minutes. And because um, she was telling me about ATP. Um, and then she went on to tell me, uh, and the Krebs cycle. And then she went on to tell me about her EPQ that she'd done on moon rovers. So she was talking about the moon and all the rovers that yeah. had been sent there. So it was great for me because I had someone to listen to and she was practising her, her A-levels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, well, Harry, often I said, I think well, Harry, he comes in sometimes goes, Mum, he said, apparently sex is better after you've had a divorce. He said, there's some women out there discussing it all. <laughs> <laughs> he said, what people talk about is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting early sex education. It <laughs> <laughs> um, is like, yeah, because I think the thing is, and it is, I think, and also especially because you're, if you're chatting and swimming, you're not looking at each other. So you're swimming away and people are just kind of, Laying it all out. Yeah. No, and I think it's, but yeah, so Harry's often says, Oh, mum, I said, you want to hear what's going on today? <laughs> <laughs> and also, he looks older than he is. Yeah. So they probably don't think about it. They probably don't realize how young he is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He goes, he comes in and he goes, What does this mean? And I was like, He's going, Oh, they've all got the menopause, mum. They've all got the menopause. <laughs> he'll be all right when he gets older then he'll know all about it does because he says to me he said you need to swim you're getting stroppy (laughs) but um no so but you're i mean you're loving it aren't you i can see from how you know when you you always come and you're looking at the temperature thinking oh my god but then when you come out you're just you know it's all it's all it's all written all over your face how much it is you know and everyone's yeah because I don't like the cold I'm, I feel the cold I've got a bit better recently um and I think that's due to some 
supplements that I've been taking. So I've got a bit better in the in being cold. I'm not as cold as I used to be just generally every day. And and so and quite often <laughs> when you're on the side, it's sort of colder out than it is in. No, it's not yeah. colder, but but it feels colder. So the thought of getting in and the thought of taking your coat off to get in is the hardest bit, I think. Um, and I came out of Taekwondo last night. It was quarter past eight. And I thought, no, I can't. I haven't got time to go swimming. But I was thinking, actually, I'm glad because it's freezing. I was absolutely freezing. And I'm thinking, I'm glad I didn't go swimming because it was too cold. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a good achievement, isn't it, for you? The fact that you didn't like cold water and and you do it regularly now and you know yeah. so and I've signed up for the six kilometer bantham swoosh to do in July so well, I've got to learn I've got to learn to swim six kilometers or four <laughs> kilometers or whatever it is that you have to swim so <laughs> no that'd be good and also I'll be warmer by then yeah but that, for me, so then the, it's not the temperature that's a concern. It's can I swim that far? Because I don't know if I can. I might have to do the seven laps that Sarah did. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um, oh, you'll be fine. Um, yeah, I think the thing is, it's um, but it's it's good, isn't it? I mean, there's lots of there is lots of people that have done. You know, there's people that. Another lady who she swam like Coniston and, you know, and when she first came to swim with us, she was quite a larger lady. I think she's lost about three and a half stone and she swam all so many places now. And it's, she said it's the, and really for her, I think she started in lockdown because there was nothing else to do. Yeah. And we were allowed to be open to start with because we, you know, how we had to kind of, keep everyone apart from each other and everything um that and that for her you know she said now she's so much more active she does so many things with her family where before she go oh I don't stay at home you know yeah. so it, it's a nice thing you know and I can't really I but as I say I do don't ever do it on your own. Don't ever think you can just jump in some cold water without anyone else around. No. It's definitely want to say to people. Yeah. So is there anything that we haven't spoken about that you wanted to mention? I think we've pretty much covered everything. I can't think of anything we've um, – other than everyone must try it. You must try cold water swimming. Don't knock it till you tried it, eh? No. Start off with the old cold showers. Yeah. That's how, because uh, um, actually, the, I tell you, that was the best thing. Because I've done the cold water swimming, my heating broke in November. And where it just completely died, couldn't get it started at all. I had to be two weeks without any heating or hot water. Oh, gosh. And I had a cold shower every morning. And it absolutely put you in a – everyone was going to work, why are you so happy? I said, well, because I've had a cold jab. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I said, did – I did get used to it. I mean, Harry was not very happy. He kept going around people's houses to have a shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So last winter, I was having a cold bath every morning, five minutes in the bath. I'd, so I'd run the bath with cold water, get in it, um, stay in for a good few minutes, then have a wash, then clean off. And so I'd, make, I'd time myself that, to make sure I was in for five minutes. And I did that every morning until we found that there was a water over our bathroom floor and there was the bath was leaking and it's taken my builder nine months to come and fix it. So he only fixed it a couple of weeks ago. And I was thinking, oh, maybe I need to have cold water, get, get back in the bath again. So yeah. Did that make it good? Yeah, it's good. I hate getting, I hated getting in, but I could get in in 30 seconds. But um, yeah, I couldn't wait for those five minutes to go. And I probably didn't need to be in for five minutes. You know, maybe three minutes would have been enough. Because I mean, that doesn't another, take that long. I mean, that is another thing about cold water swimming, which I always say to people, it's you're getting the benefit from as soon as you've gone in there and you've got up to your neck, you are getting that benefit. So whether you're in there, if you're even only gone in there for, for um, two minutes, you're still getting the benefit that you would get if you were in there for five minutes. Yeah. Uh, but it's But it will last, it will but the feeling will last longer the longer you're in. Yes. You know, but you still, there's people that come that go around the white boy and back and that's it. That's all they need to do. And that gives them the, what they need. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw a lady the other day and she, she got in and out in the time that I still hadn't put my hat and on my gloves on. So, <laughs> So each person does what they want, what's right for them. And so I was going to say two more things. One was I was wearing my Redrick's hat in Spain last year and someone came up to me and said, oh, is that Redrick's in Sawbridgeworth? And it's like, yes. And so we started a conversation. She lives in just in Highwich or somewhere like that. And so we've had we had a conversation. We were talking while we were there. And we're friends on Facebook now. We did say we'd meet up for lunch. We haven't done that, but we do need to get together. But you just get talking to people. And then the other thing I was going to say is on Saturday when we went, we all did. So there's me, Sarah and Elaine. We all did different. So I got in first and I was off thinking Sarah will catch me up. But she never did. And when I got out, it was she said she just did small loops because that's all she felt she could do. Whereas I did up to the island, yeah. and she just did small loops. So we were all doing different things, all doing our own thing, even though we went together. And the other thing for me is the social aspect of it is we then go and have breakfast together. And and so even though we might only be in the water for 10 or 15 minutes, we're actually spending a couple of hours together because we're then chatting and talking and doing other things. So Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it, that is the, uh, the nice we're having the calf there because you can then go and have, um, you know, a chat. And But it's even when you go in there, and often I go in there, I start chatting to different people. Um, and then it, you all kind of, everyone's talking together because they're all part of the, you know, you're all the same kind of people that have got, you know, to do. I mean, there's one man who comes and he said, I don't know if I come for the swim or the breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> he, said, because breakfast. he said, I'm not in the water that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I never have breakfast except after a swim. 
um and 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 I've got one other morning that I have a breakfast meeting but they're the only two days I have breakfast right so how can people get in contact with you if they want to contact you find out more right we are on Facebook um Redrick's open water swimming or Redrick's winter swimming um, we can also be emailed on um, Redrick's Winter Swimmers at gmail.com um, or mess- Facebook's a good thing or email and everybody would come would need to do an induction. So we will tell you the benefits, the safety aspects so that you know that, that if you go home and you're cold or this happens to you, you're not going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so we do, we look after everybody. We are very much into, you know, looking up. We want you to c- come back and tell everybody else how good it is in order to, you know, so that you get that experience. It's yeah. not going, you know, there's other places where people swim and they go, well, they're just not so friendly there or they're just not so. I said, but it's a different kind of people. I think there's, we're quite lucky where we have a broad spectrum of people. All different ages, sizes, you know, whatever, and everybody just gets on. Yeah, you know, so um, and everybody yeah. helps each other. You know, if you see someone struggling, you help them, or they help you, or you know, yeah, people it's just awesome. will ask, "Can you help me? Can you duck my zip? Can you undo my zip? Can you take my socks off?" Yeah, you know, I'm forever asking for someone to take my socks off. Um, <laughs> But you, you feel that you can because everybody's really friendly. Everybody says, good morning, how are you? Was it good? You know, it's 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 good. Yeah, I think that, I mean, that is, um, you know, definitely something that we have just been trying to, you know, have that, you know, only because I've seen how people, you know, like the people who've had struggles and stuff have made good friends and that's given more empower and stuff and it's helped them. You know, and it and it might be that they just see someone, they just swim with them. You know, there's lots of people who just swim together. But then if you know, you know, your friend's coming, you can't really go, oh, well, I've said yes, better go. And yeah. so it keeps, you know, you kind of – and also sometimes when they, we get people go, oh, I'm totally not feeling it today, and they come out and go, oh, my God, I'm so pleased to come. Yeah. You yeah. know. That's off of me, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm coming on my own on Saturday, so I definitely need a a push to get in. Um, So let's finish off with your three top tips. Could be anything. It could be something you've said before. So, All right. My three top tips. Come and try it. You won't regret it. And another thing is for people who are very apprehensive, just come down and see us. You don't have to swim. Just see how we work. And that will, you know, because there's lots of people who have come and they've got just come to have a look and then the next week they come and swim and who are very apprehensive about it, especially if they're going to do it on their own. It's a big thing. Um, and what else? My other, come and keep coming. And it will put a smile on your face and the whole world isn't that bad then. Yeah, fabulous. Thank you. (laughs) You're very welcome. It's been lovely.
But as you can say, I'm very passionate about swimming. Yeah. And it's it's very and it is such a lovely place. And we have got you know, and we've got such lovely people and all walks of life. Yeah, definitely. Which and you wouldn't know because everybody's either in a swimming costume or a wetsuit. No one's worried about anything. Nobody's worried about who's wearing what. The hat doesn't match this or that. It's all that's all out the window. Yeah. Everyone's on it. It's a level playing field, really, isn't it? Level playing field. And you can come and be yourself. And as you say, you swam with the three of you, but you didn't swim together. And then other times you will all swim together. Yes. You know, so it's. And you obviously feel safe enough to do that, which is a nice, you know. Yeah. So so we'll see you Saturday on your own. On my own. (laughs) Right. Thank you very much. (laughs) All right, my dear. You take care. One of the things that um, Daniel spoke about is reducing stress. And there's a couple of things that I, I thought of since. Um, so I mentioned that the act of swimming around and just being in nature and looking around you takes your mind off things, which can reduce stress. But I wonder if, because it's a natural lake, so it's on the earth, um, if you can ground yourself um, by being in the water that's on the earth. So I just, that was a curious thought that I wondered if I know you can ground yourself by walking on the earth, but I just wondered if you can do that when you're swimming in water that's on the earth. So that was one thought. Um, And then the other thing is that we often have a lot of stress in our lives and there's two types of stress. There's chronic stress and there's hormetic stress. So chronic stress is that low level stress that we have constantly. And it could be uh, work. It could be financial worries. It could be um, stuff going on with your family, having to fit everything into your day. It could be ill health. It could be ill health of uh, a loved one. There's so many different things that affect us. And we have a lot of low level chronic stress in our world today. Social media can add to that stress as well. So there's lots and lots of stuff going on. Hormetic stress, on the other hand, is what we'd call a good stress. Um, a use uh, we say sometimes a you stress so it's 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 a stress for you but it's the other um factor about it is it's brief it's intense and it's brief so i think that you can often reduce chronic stress by incorporating some hormetic stress into your week, day, month, whatever that is. And a hormetic stress is actually swimming in cold water because it shocks your system. The cold water shocks your system and your body has to respond very quickly, but you're only doing it for a short period of time and then you're out and then you get warm. So um, 
the hormetic stress is good for you. It's a way of counteracting the chronic stress and cold water swimming is a hormetic stress. The other thing I was going to say that in the recording, I mentioned how the week before I'd gone round with Chloe and I'd gone quite a long way. The following Saturday after the recording, I went and Chloe came round with me again and we were talking. I can't even remember what we were talking about, um, but we went I went a little bit further and I was in a little bit longer and I noticed on the way back that I felt very cold um, in my core. I had a cold moment and I said, I need to get out now. And actually, Chloe followed me to make sure that I could get to the edge and get out. And then I got changed and I went back to the office where Danielle and Meg were. And I said, I think I got a bit too cold. I, I was really, really shivering. And they sat me down in a chair, covered me in a quilt and put a fire in front of me. And I sat there for a good half an hour, maybe more, until I felt less shivery. So it was interesting how we were talking about people being in for too long. And then I went and did it myself. But it was because I was talking with Chloe that I went that it was only two or three minutes longer than the week before. And the temp water temperature was about the same. Um but that made that two or three minutes made a massive difference. And the other interesting thing was that in the afternoon, I went for lunch with my friends. I went to a friend's house for lunch and I could not keep my eyes open. I'm sitting at the dinner table and falling asleep. And Danielle said that that can be a, an after effect of having got too cold where your body is really using up lots of energy trying to warm up inside so I was really really tired and I had never had that before the other thing that Danielle mentioned was that her heating broke in November and um, she'd had some cold showers well interestingly enough last week our hot water broke down and we had two days with no hot water so on the first day I had a bath and the second day, I didn't have time to run a bath, so I had a cold shower. Um, so I could do both, but I actually prefer a cold bath. There is something about the water from a shower splashing on you that, well, on me, not you, on me, that I don't enjoy very much. So I would say to you, if it's something you'd like to try, or maybe you've tried cold water showers, Maybe try, if you have a bath, maybe try running a bath of cold water. And it you might start off with maybe only a quarter of a bath and just get in and see how that goes. And then another time, make it half a bath and just keep building up. And that's what I did. I started small and then built up. And I can actually get almost straight into a cold bath now, uh, about 30 seconds. So I just thought I'd mention that, that I prefer baths to showers and it was interesting how Danielle's heating had broken and then mine happened last week anyway that's all for this week um I'd love you to sponsor me don't forget to go to justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash Jackie dash Fletcher and, and then the number two um even if it's just a pound you'll see on um on that page that some people have given a lot more but they're my friends and family um but if you can just 
give me one pound or if one pound's too much, 50p, I'd really love to get to that um, amount that um, Level Water want. And with that amount, they can they can give 17 lessons to um, disabled children. So that would be fabulous if you'd just sponsor me and support me. Thank you. Um, the show notes can be found at fabulouslyketo.com forward slash podcast forward slash one three six. It would be great if you could support us through Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash fabulouslyketo and you can choose the monthly amount you wish. Can you recommend a guest we can interview? If you can, click on the link in the show notes to send us your recommendation. Would you like to join our Facebook group? Search for Fabulously Keto on Facebook. Our Facebook page is called Fabulously Keto and you can follow us there. Or you can follow us on Twitter. Our handle is Fabulously Keto. Or follow us on Instagram, Fabulously Keto 1. Did you enjoy the show? Let us know you listened by tagging us in your Insta story or Instagram post using the handle fabulouslyketo1 and the hashtag TFKP. All the links are on the website and in the show notes. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, click the subscribe button. Reviews help us to be found and reach new listeners. Please leave a review of our show on your preferred podcast listening platform. We appreciate you taking the time and read them all. Disclaimer. The information in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing in this podcast can be taken as advice. Whether our guests are doctors, healthcare professionals or not, they're only sharing their own opinions and stories and this does not constitute a doctor-patient relationship. It's always best to seek professional medical advice should you wish to make any changes to your current medication or treatments. Also speak to your own doctor if you have any concerns about your health or you wish to make lifestyle changes, especially if you're taking medication.